Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am so glad that you decided to join me today. I don't know about you, but last week was very busy and exciting for me. I think the main reason that I was so excited last week was because I got to spend time with you. That was the first week where we actually got a chance to meet in the middle of the week and get to know each other. And so it was totally amazing for me, and I seriously enjoyed it. I was so excited and I was like literally jumping up and down with joy. It just felt amazing to be able to meet with you all again and just hang out. So this explains why I was so excited last week. Now as far as being busy is concerned, I don't know if I was busier last week or if I'm always busy and just noticed it. But when you are a mom and a wife and you work a full-time job, in addition to being a singer and a songwriter and a podcaster, I guess you're always busy. Oh yeah, and I do sing at um, sing a choir at my church. I sing on a couple of praise teams, so I'm just always busy. I think for me, it's less about being busy and just more about being organized in my work. Because even though I'm busy and I have a lot of things to do, the fact that I'm organized helps me do all the things that I really love to do. Like I work a full time job, and I work because. I need to make money to finance what I really love to do, and that is my singing and my songwriting and podcasting. But, you know, since I'm an adult and I live in a world where I have to make money and take care of my kids, I have a job. And I think that if it wasn't for the fact that I'm organized, I would not be able to do any of these things because I would be so bogged down with my full-time job and trying to get all of that done. I wouldn't have time for any creative endeavors or do any of the things that I really like to do. I am an organized person when it comes to work-related things. Now, if I was at home, it would probably be a different thing because even though I'm organized, it's not to the extent where I'm organized at work and when it comes to my songwriting and my endeavors there. I think the thing that helps me stay organized is my calendar. I have a huge calendar where I write every single thing that I need to do for the week. I actually have three calendars, to be honest. I have one calendar for work where I keep all my appointments. Anything that I need to do at my job or any deadlines that I have to meet, I keep on my work calendar. And I leave that in my office. I have a personal calendar that I keep on my cell phone for what I need to do as far as the family is concerned. Like bills I need to pay, what I need to do with the kids, deadlines, appointments, anything family related, I put on my cell phone on that calendar because when it pops up, I can do it and then I can delete it. Now for my Unique Music Publishing Company, now that, the publishing company calendar, it has a lot of information in it because it deals with the podcast and things I need to do for that. It deals with me trying to get my songs um, sync licensed. It deals with me writing and recording. It has everything that I consider music business worthy in that book. And that calendar is huge. That calendar is so big until I can't use my phone for that calendar. I can't use a regular calendar or anything. Every year I have to make my own calendar. And all I do is I just go on Outlook where we have the um, calendar on Word. And I just print up the calendar for the year. And then I put it in a little binder. And then I have different papers in there and then folders. Because there are times when I need to take notes or times that I need to keep everything organized in one book. For me, it's easier to work on music-related things if it's all in one book. So I can take notes, I can do webinars. Anything that I do is in that book. So that is my other calendar. So every day, I look at all three of these calendars, 
and I make sure I cross off every single thing that I have written down for myself to do for that week for each particular thing at work, at home, and for my music publishing company. So I do all of that. So Fridays are like the days when I sit down and I just go through every single calendar and write down what I need to do for the week at work. I write down what I need to do for the week um, in my personal life and also with my music um, publishing company. So I do all of this on Fridays. And then as the week progresses, I just write, I just get it done. I just look at each calendar every day. I do the tasks that I have on it. And then I just mark it off. Now, if I think of something at the last minute, I'll use sticky notes. Or I'll just write on the side of the calendar or just write it in for the next week because I'm going to have to fill that out eventually. So that is what I do. And that is how I help myself stay organized. And I think this is the characteristics that help me to do so much in a day. And I can maximize all of my time because it's organized and I just have it written down. And I just do what I need to do. So if any of you need any help with organizing your schedule, you can message me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page and I will help you organize your schedule. All right. I was joking about like organizing your schedule completely because I don't have time to sit down and look at your schedule and completely organize it. But what I will do to help you with organization, if you would just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me your email address, I will send you a link to my five favorite time hacks. Since I know what is possible when you are organized, I just want to share some of my secrets with you so that you can have extra time to do what you like to do. Because believe it or not, when you are organized, you have so much time. You free up a lot of time when you're organized because you account for everything and you do less wasting of your time. So if you want to do more of the things that you really love to do and have more time to relax, have fun, whatever it is, work on hobbies, I don't know. But if you want more time to do those things, then go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and message me. And then give me your email address and I will send you my five favorite time hacks. And I just want to share this with you so that you can get to do what you need to do. And I'll send you my time hacks and then maybe later on you can tell me what those time hacks allows you to do that would be fun to hear so i look forward to hearing from you and i will check my facebook page once this podcast is over and we will go and get started so you can have more time to do the things that you love to do because you are organized so i will send that out to you just send me your email address at the music and vibes facebook page and i promise i'll get that out to you Our vibe for today is having a need for control. Now, I'm not sure if this is actually a vibe or if it's a topic, but I think it's something that we should definitely talk about. Now, after listening to me talk about time management, it should not come as a surprise to you that I am a little bit, a little bit of a control freak. Now, let me assure you, I am not a controlling person and I do not want to control other people. I just want to control my own environment. Like, for example... I do not like drama, so therefore, if there is anyone that's creating a lot of stress and drama in my life, I typically will have to cut them out of my life. And to me, it does not matter if the person is a friend or a family member. I have just come to the conclusion that I can't change other people. I tried to do that at first, but I realized it does not work. So I no longer try to change other people. 
and that the only thing I can control and change is myself and my environment. Therefore, if a person is disrupting my peaceful environment, then I just have to let them go and pray for them from a distance. I don't feel that it's my job to save everyone, but I do believe that I should pray for people because only God can save people. I also don't like to put myself in situations or environments that are not healthy or conducive for spiritual or emotional growth. So there are just some people that I have chosen not to hang around because they cause way too much stress and drama in my life. Since I like to control all things that deal with me, you can imagine my stress and frustration when life happens and I have to deal with the situation that I can not control. It's funny because I have like the same things that I always do and they never work. But here's just like a little bit of what I do. The first thing I do is I'll try to see what I can do to fix the situation. Because I think if I can fix it, it gives me like feeling like I'm in control again. I can handle this. However, if I cannot fix the situation by myself, the next thing that I would do is see what resources are available to fix the situation. So I'll go online and I'll Google different things or I'll buy books and I'll read it. If there are no resources available to fix the situation, then I'll strategize myself and try to come up with a solution. I think the reason I do this is because in most of my life situations, I am just resourceful and I like to fix problems. And a lot of the times I can do it. You will never find me as being that person who will be sitting like if I hear something or I'm faced with a problem. My first reaction is not to cry. My first reaction is not to whine about it. My first reaction is, okay, what can I do to fix it? And this is an awesome trait. I think this is something that has helped me be successful at work and even make progress with my songwriting. It has helped me in a lot of ways to be a resourceful person who figures things out and who can come to conclusions on her own, who researches and does her work to make sure that things are taken care of. So it has helped me a lot in life, but it doesn't help me all the time. So it's like a curse and a blessing. It's a blessing because I can figure things out myself and I'm usually not stressed about things because I make it work. But then it's also a curse to an extent because when it comes to problems that I cannot fix, it really just bugs me and bothers me and it just throws me for a loop because I really don't know what to do. I really don't mind having problems to be honest, but as long as I can fix them when I encounter a situation, then I'm fine. My major problem is comes with problems or situations that I cannot fix and when all my problem solving strategies do not work that is when I get stressed and overwhelmed usually my meltdown comes right at that moment when I realize there is nothing I can do and this situation is totally out of my hands at that point I usually start to cry because I don't know what to do and I'm just gonna be honest with you crying for me makes things so much better it's like I feel sometimes that whenever I cry and have like a good cry, I'm not talking about one of those cries where it's just like a cute one. You know, tears come down, you're wiping your eyes, mascara doesn't run. I mean, a cute cry. It's not one of those. It's usually like sobbing and crying like, oh my goodness, my life is over. Of course it's not, but you know, I'm crying like it is. But it's like when I usually have a good cry, it's like I clean everything out and I feel better and I feel refreshed. And it's like after I have a clean cry and I realize how helpless I am to handle my own situation, it's always at that moment that I remember, hey, I didn't pray about this. And that is so, so, so ridiculous on my part because I'm a Christian. And as a Christian, I should pray first, you know? Prayer shouldn't just be something, I mean, I pray all the time. 
And I pray, I have devotion in the morning, I pray with my kids. But it's just weird that prayer is not the first thing that I think about whenever I encounter a problem. And it's strange that if since I am a Christian, that God is not the first person I consult. I consult everything else, books or people's advice, or I look things up. And I try to do all this on my own. And then at that moment when I realize that I can't do anything, that is when I remember, hey, I didn't ask God. Or I remember to pray about it. And I remember that God is there to help me. And that is when it happens. At my last, at that moment when I'm crying and I'm just upset, that's when I always remember God. It's always at that moment that God lets me know that the reason that I'm stressed and crying and sitting in a pool of my own tears is because I tried to do everything by myself and I did not ask him for help. I think sometimes if we just take a minute to go back over my problem solving strategy, you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, remember when I said that the first thing that I do when I encounter a problem is see what I can do to fix a problem. My second step is to see what resources are available to help me fix the problem. And then if I cannot fix the problem, the third thing I do is strategize to see what I can do to fix the problem. Not once in my problem-solving strategy do I invite God or even ask him for help, which is crazy because God is a problem solver. He has all the resources and he does not need to strategize about what he needs to do because he already knows what he is going to do. God has all the power in the world. And here I am stressing myself out over things that I know he would gladly help me with if only I asked him for help. I know if you could, you would probably ask me why I don't ask God for help. And I thought about that because that is a good question for someone who's a Christian and someone who talks about God and prays and stuff, like, why wouldn't I ask God for help? But to be perfectly honest, I don't really know why I don't ask him for help. Maybe it's because in my attempt to fix my environment, I forget to ask God for help. Or maybe it's just because I have so much grit and resilience that it's hard for me to give up on things or ideas that I should give up on and give to God because deep down inside, I always think that I can fix things. I think that having grit and resilience is an awesome characteristic to have, but I think that there are some times when it holds us back from reaching to God because people like me, I don't give up. It's like I'll keep trying and trying and trying and trying. And that's probably why I get so stressed because God has let me try and try and try since I'm not asking him for help. And then finally, like at my wit's end, when I'm just like, I don't know what to do and I'm so stressed out. Then, and I give up, then... God always comes in and he helps me. I think that my problem is that I don't know which situations require grit and resilience and which situations need God. But once you think about it, don't all situations require a need for God? I don't know about you, but I know that I need to start asking God for help before I try to solve my own problems. I really do believe if I involve God in my decision making and planning, then I can avoid the meltdowns that come when I try to fix my own problems and when things are not working out. The song that we are going to listen to today is called At the Altar. Now, I wrote this song during a time when I was really going through an impossible situation and of course I was trying to fix my own problems and finally I needed God to work in my behalf. This talks about how people are going how I the song's about me so I'm just gonna put that out there but you know the song 
is appropriate because it talks about how this lady goes to church. She's been having problems. She's been praying about it. She's been trying to fix it. But it seemed like nothing was working. So she went to church and at the altars where she found out that God was the one who could take care of her problems and God helped her. Because I do think even sometimes when I pray about situations, I don't completely give it to God. I pray about it, but then I'll try to fix. I pray, try to fix. But that's not how it works. God doesn't want us to pray and fix, pray and fix. Because if we could fix it, then why even pray? So I think the thing that we need to take away from this um, talk is that we need to stop trying to fix everything and pray first. Because I think if we pray and talk to God, God will tell you what situations you can fix and how to fix them. And what situations that we need to just stand still on and he can fix. God can give us that information. And then you can avoid the tears and the crying and the meltdowns that I have had in the past. You can avoid all those things. Hey, I'm taking my own advice here. And I think from this moment on, I'm going to involve God first because I really want to avoid those cries and meltdowns. I want to be able to trust God and believe that he has this. and I don't need to work it out and let him tell me what to do or let him work it out. So the song that we are going to listen to is called At the Altar. And it, I want it to remind us, especially me, that we need to take our problems and our anxieties and stress and problems to God. I hope that you are blessed as you listen to this song. Right where I needed to be So I 
I am so thankful that there is a God who's concerned with our problems and who cares enough to help us and answer our prayers. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I had such an amazing time just talking with you and just spending time with you. Now, before I end the podcast, I just want to remind you that if you would like a copy of my favorite time hacks, then just go to Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me your email address and I will send you the link. Also, if you have any questions or would just like to say hi, just leave me a message or you can just write it in the comments. It would be amazing to hear from you. Well, I guess that was it, and it's time for us to go. Once again, I had so much fun being with you today, and I can't wait to see you next week. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you.